Hello, my friends. Welcome to the first Meerkat Musings podcast of 2021. I am your host, Daft Moan, aka Ben, of course, as always. We begin with a a brief moment of reflection, I guess, for the year of 2020, which we can all agree was dramatic, uh, painful, and chaotic. And things unfolded in ways that no one could have predicted at the start of 2020. Who would have believed that we would be where we are now? It was just crazy. It was bonkers. It was... Well, I've actually written a rather lengthy blog post about 2020, which I'll link to this podcast. But... I mean, on a, on a global level, we had, and we still do have, of course, the coronavirus pandemic, which continues to unfold and continues to cause havoc to our lives. We had, on a personal level, well, I changed jobs at the start of 2020. I entered into a new environment and I was really looking forward to getting stuck into it and then lockdown happened and I feel like I've probably out of last year I've probably maybe worked for two-thirds of it as opposed to the whole year and the whole thing has felt very disjointed which makes sense we've been in that work like yo-yos it's been perhaps understandably quieter than we would have liked. We're into another lockdown here in the UK, just when traditionally retailers get their their big sales going. We've all had to kind of curtail those. I am relieved in a lot of ways, for a number of reasons, that I'm not at my previous employers because they made a big thing about about the Boxing Day and winter sale. And, of course, both last year and now this year, that's come crashing to a halt. And I think if I was still there, I'd probably be furloughed right now, whereas I can actually still go to work, even if it's quite quiet. Well, scratch that. It's very quiet. I can still actually go to work. I can get out from the the four walls of my home And I can do things. And we're ticking over. I mean, it's not exactly the kind of the busy rush that we would be hoping for at this time of year. But there are still things going on. So for the immediate future, we can still be here. We can still be open. I can still go to work, do my job and and have something to do, have some kind of a purpose. Because... During lockdown last year, there were times when I felt absolutely, utterly lost. Where I felt kind of useless, as it were. And I hated that. And although, yes, I would be the one that would pop into town to get bits and pieces as and when we needed to. It it didn't really feel like a normal life. Although, what's normal? Especially after last year. And 2021 has already begun with some fireworks 
in more ways than one. Brexit, of course, is now a reality. It has already pushed up costs and prices for for my employer and for others uh, as well. That was inevitable, despite all the drama over the last minute deal and everything else. We always knew this was where we'd end up. And now we've gone alone and I'd love to be wrong. I'd love Brexit to be a success. I've said that before, but I will also say this, as I've said before, I don't see that happening. I think as a country, we've shot ourselves in the foot and we all soon have to live with the consequences of that. And the consequences already being felt, as I say, in, in rising costs and prices in a number of sectors. And that situation is not going to improve anytime soon. We also had the government diver over locking down the country. Each and every time that we should have locked down, the government's done so well, well after it should have. And they've divvered and they've been flustering around. We had the schools open for a day and then they were closed again because Boris Johnson doesn't know what he's doing schools it's not necessarily about safeguarding the lives of the kids at schools although that is part of it and we should be doing that because make no mistake kids can catch this virus and although they generally speaking don't tend to suffer a great deal from it that doesn't mean it can't kill them and it doesn't mean they can't develop complications from it but it's also about protecting the families of uh, people who've got kids at school. Kids may not necessarily get sick from this or as sick, but they are the ones who spread it around the most by a considerable margin. Kids mixing with kids, they typically, especially young kids, they're not going to put their hands over their mouths when they cough, no matter how many times you told them to. They're not going to be wearing masks because it's not good for them to wear masks. So they're going to spread this virus like crazy. And they're going to take it from school to friends, to family. And they're going to pass it on to loads of other people. And from there, of course, it just spreads and spreads and spreads. So everyone loses. But because Boris Johnson and his Tory pals are more concerned about the economy i.e. money than lives they were pushing very hard to keep schools open and it's only after they've been seeing the number of cases dramatically rise that they have finally taken the measures to actually put us into another lockdown it's typical of the tories to do too little too late although they have at last acted and i'm a big critic of this government that's pretty obvious if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook or you follow my website and if you follow this this podcast. However, I also have to say the the general reaction of of the public with all of this has been pretty poor. A lot of people are following the rules. A lot of people are refusing to follow the rules. And that just makes things worse. No one wants to be in lockdown, but the way to end the cycle of lockdowns is when we are in a lockdown, we follow the rules. When we come out of lockdown, we follow the rules. And if we can't trust the government to enforce 
or develop these rules properly, it's up to us to make sure we're perhaps enforcing strict rules on ourselves. So whatever happens, we make sure we're not going out on unnecessary journeys. When we have to go out, we're wearing masks. We're maintaining social distancing measures. If we have to police ourselves with this, then so be it. But if we want this ultimately to end, if we want to save lives now, that's what we need to do. It's all well and good that there are vaccines out there, but they're taking time to get those organised. And that's, again, in no small part the way this government's mishandling this, but they are trying to get these vaccines out to the people who need it. But in the meantime, we've got to hunker down. And to those people that are saying they're not going to get vaccinated for whatever reason, don't be foolish. This isn't about you. This is about making sure that we vaccinate enough people so that herd immunity can genuinely kick in. And the more people who say no, because they've bought into these poxy, ridiculous, stupid conspiracy theory notions, that's more people put at risk. The viruses, the vaccines, sorry, the vaccinations that we have are safe. Yes, they've been developed quickly, but they have gone through all the necessary measures to make sure they are safe. And yes, there will be occasions when people will suffer from side effects. That happens with any vaccine. It happens with any medical treatment. It doesn't mean you then go and throw away the entire thing. That's like throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You don't do that. Okay? For the vast majority of people, these vaccines will prove to be effective. And from there, we can finally get this virus dealt with and we can get back to something resembling pre-COVID life. That's what we all want. For that to happen, we need to follow the rules, we need to police ourselves, and when we have the opportunity to get vaccinated, we need to take it. On that note, interesting little thing that I saw on... Actually, I can't remember where I saw it. It might have been through the BBC, I don't know. There are people out there who are refusing to have the the Pfizer vaccine. That's the one developed jointly between America and I think it was Germany. Germany or Belgium. I think Belgium might be involved. There are people who are refusing to have that vaccine because they want to have the English one. For crying out loud, you take what's there. You grab the opportunities which are in front of you with this thing. Ultimately, both vaccines will work. It doesn't matter which one you take. You take what is available. That makes far more sense. Speaking of not making sense, the news from America the other day was pretty scary. I'm not saying this is true of every American, but I do know that many Americans see their country as being the greatest bastion of democracy. And yet, armed protesters were able to break into 
the, the House of the United States Senate to disrupt and try to stop the formal process uh, of uh, certifying Joe Biden's election victory. Make no mistake, these people were emboldened by Donald Trump's rhetoric. If you think they're doing it in defiance to the things that Donald Trump and his cohorts have said, then you're wrong. They're doing what they're doing because Trump's words have endorsed their actions. Trump's basically given them the green light to do what they've done. And the level of response to this is quite stark. If this had been a Black Lives Matter protest, then there would have been swarms of heavily armed police in riot gear present, as they were in the past, as they were last year, around government buildings. And they would never have got remotely close to breaking into the building. And yet, with Donald Trump's crazed lunatic supporters, they were able to more or less stroll right in. So that highlights a massive difference in, in how these two groups are perceived and how they're handled as well. And it really just highlights the failure of Donald Trump's presidency more than anything else could. That's his lasting remaining legacy. He has fanned the flames of this kind of action and the fallout from this won't go away for a while. That's ultimately Donald Trump in a nutshell. Failure. Failure and incitement to, to damage democracy. That's his legacy. So, yeah, the news stateside hasn't been great. The news on this side of the country has not been great. Is there good news? Well, 2021 will be the year of, I would love to say it will be the year of healing. The vaccines are out there, they're making more of them. We will eventually get them done. As to when that happens, I don't know. Everyone wants it to be sooner rather than later. The key thing simply is it happens. So that at some point later on this year, be it summer, be it autumn, be it whenever, we can actually go back to having normal everyday lives. We can go to the cinema, we can go out for restaurants, we can see family and friends, we can go on holiday. If you want to simply go for a walk as a family into town to browse the shops, we can do that. All of that will happen again. How long that takes is up to us as to whether we follow the rules, as to whether we look after each other. And when the vaccine is there, regardless of which one it is, we take it. We forget all the bullshit that's out there from anti-vaxxers. We suck it up, we get on with it, we protect people, and we can go back to having normal lives.